When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, yo. Listen, man, be back again. It's Wednesday, it's Rap Names Day. You know the voice, you know the headline, you know it's Mari, man. You know what I'm saying? With my guy and all that, Jer, what's going on, man? We we out here. We back again. Um, you know, another day, another dollar, brother. We outside yeah. and, and beating the heat. Pause. Yeah, listen. <laughs> oh man, this guy, man. Um <laughs> we're definitely outside, but outside meaning like in a very inside kind of way though. You know what I mean? Like we're not outside and getting mixy, getting too mixy, but you know, we out here, we're we're active, we're visible. You know what I'm saying? I put yeah, my toes in the sand this weekend. Hey, that's all you need. That's all you really need to let you know you was outside. You know what I mean? You might you might be a little bit, you know, might attract some of that in the crib. You're like, yeah, that's from outside. I'm going to clean it up. Yeah. Man. I was just out there, you know? But uh, yeah, man, with them being outside, man, I've been listening to, you know, I, I won't front. I was inspired by the uh, the point guy, the NYC point guy, Doc, to just listen to Mad Queen shit. So I went back and listened to Mob Deep, the infamous. Man, listen. That's one of those albums that no matter what year you turn this album on, it's it's gonna be one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a it's a flawless album. Like it's one of the best albums of all time. Like legitimately, I don't even want to go down where it was ranked at on that list that we talked about. Uh, but yeah, it's one of them. You know what I mean? I was listening to that. Um, you know, I went back and listened to some old Hove, of course. You know, you got to spend the block on Hove's catalog at least, you know, it just, it's every now and then just to kind of remind yourself a little bit, man. Um, And then, and then I mean, outside of that, I was just winning like my mixtape back. So I'm listening to a bunch of old stuff, you know, a bunch of old Cam, um, some Jim, the fabulous shit that there's no competition and, you know, just little shit like that, you know, just, just, just got back in that, in that way. Shout out to that Piff again. You know, we support that Piff over here. And um yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what my that's kind of what my week been looking like music wise, man. Just a, just a lot of grimy rap and you know shit like that. Um, so for me, I was very much uh, it was a nostalgic kind of week for me, um, based off of you know when you see clips from uh, certain people on uh, the internet, you know what I mean, it makes you go back and listen to their project, and that just takes you down a rabbit hole. Um, so. Uh, first and foremost, I definitely want to make it clear um, that the purple tape turned 27, and I definitely gave that a spun a couple times this week. You know what I mean? Uh, can't let a day can't can't let that day go by without you know what I mean giving that joint a spin. 
Um, so it was definitely him. So that, you know, that takes me into my whole little woo bag. Then, you know, a little ghost face gets mixed in. Um, and at the same time with, with, uh, with Harlem World's uh, very own M.A. Dollar Sign E trending. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to talk definitely, about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely um, gave, um, you know, Harlem World a, a, a tough listen. And, I mean, that's an amazing fucking album. Um, so, you know, so uh, you know, you, you see what I was on. You know, Hove, Hove, Hove definitely got in the mix on the strength of Harlem World and having to, yeah, yeah. to live certain <laughs> things, you know what I mean, and so forth and so forth. Yeah, I mean, that's usually how I go. And it's funny you say that, too, because uh, one of the tapes that I listened to is something I talked about on here uh, before. Shout out to my man Chubbs. My man Chubbs texted me and was like, yo, bro, I've been looking for this tape because, like, you know, we love this tape. But I kept typing it in the way you said it, and you were saying it. And I'm like, bro, my bad. I completely – I kept saying it's 25 years of hate. It's called 10 years of hate. I've always I've always made that mistake and called the tape 25 years of hate for some reason. But I played that tape as well um, just because, like you said, Mace is back out here in the news, you know what I mean, for for some good, some bad, some indifferent, whatever. Like I said, we'll, we'll get to that. But first, what I want to talk about is is a funny moment. Um – it's a funny moment. And I don't mean weird funny. I mean, like, just a funny moment uh, between Jim Jones and Mayno, who are, you know, these guys are great friends now, like, incredible friends now. But there was a time when they were, like, seriously, it was, like, kind of bubbling on both sides. And some people who, you know, were mutuals had to step in and squash this shit. You know, Jim talked about this on Mayno's pod a while back. And um, he basically was like, when I saw you, I was like, man, who is this nigga? Like, who is he? Why is he running around acting like that? Like, who, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here getting busy. Like, who is, you know, whatever. But everybody kept telling Jim, like, nah, Mayno is somebody. And Mayno said he had the same kind of feelings about him. But Jim admitted he was hating on Mayno around the time that High Hater dropped. He said he was the hater that Mayno was waving high to. Because he was like, bro, they let this nigga in the game? Like, come on, dog. You know what I mean? That was that like the height of their, you know, he looking at a nigga like that. And now he now he got one. He got a hit that's on the radio. You can't deny it. The video is spinning all day. You can't deny it. And it just made me think about how many records we hear from rappers that are just like cool records to hear on the radio. But then you you look at the industry and you're like, damn, I wonder why niggas ain't posting this shit. Or I wonder why people ain't supporting. And it's like, because that song might be some shit that's aimed directly at a few, you know, a few of these dudes that's out here active. And a lot of niggas might feel away. Because on the surface, it looked like to us. You should support a dope artist that has a dope song. But to them, it's all type of shit going on. Like, I just thought that was a funny, a, a, a funny moment for him to say that. Like, yo, I was <laughs> I was hating on that nigga. I mean, shout out to Capo for, for keeping it, I guess, real. Um, and hating is something that is runs rapid in the uh the hip hop community. Um, it's something that we need to stop. Um, we need to to really get ahead of this thing called hating because hating is de it's very detrimental to one's health um it's detrimental to one's um just well-being um you know we've had numerous songs in our lifetime come out trying to educate people on not hating but yet this epidemic called hating just keeps it just lasts man you know um <clears throat> you know we've been in a hating pandemic um that i can think of my entire life yeah. You know, ain't no I mean? vaccine like, for this either because even even no, rich no niggas vaccine. be haters. So, yeah, and um, you know, I won't sit up here and I have all the respect in the world for Mayno. Um, I won't sit up here and 
say one ill will thing about that man because you know i i'm just a square and i'm just chilling <laughs> you know what i'm saying I, I you know i wasn't the biggest fan of mano's rap um mm -hmm. not really but i can recognize when someone has a a a, a, a catchy song that that mm -hmm. that that you know people like hearing and you know one yeah. thing about us and hip-hop is you know if you got a dope hook you know what i mean it, you know you you at yeah. least got a chance you know what i mean absolutely um, absolutely so you know um uh, hopefully the kids out there that are listening to this um that are of age because we do a lot of swearing on here um but you know hopefully those individuals out there that are listening and they learn from capo and realize hey man it's hating is not cool man it's just not cool yeah. don't hate on anybody you know just let everybody eat and you know it's enough out here for everybody you just gotta find your lane so shout out to Kyle yeah. for keeping it real but you know let's yeah. let's stop hating everybody no 100 i i approve that message 100 percent um you know and i think most of the time when these be hating on each other or one side is hating on the other side it's usually because they haven't had a conversation yet because it's like there's something there there's an energy there that's drawing you to them because there's a million other people why are you so focused on what's going on over here something going on they just haven't had a conversation, you know, and, and, and then they kind of like talked about that when they had their conversation on air on the pod. And he was just like, yo, once we met, we was like, oh, shit, like, oh, all right, cool. And then from there, it's been, you know, been been love. So, yeah, I, I I thought it was just a funny little, you know, little incident where he like, nah, I definitely was one of them niggas he was waving that. So shout out to Jim and Mayno, you know, what I'm saying the, the, the lobby boys and all that um, and and. So Jerv, I sent you this uh sent you this tweet, right? Sent you this tweet about <laughs> about an album that Amin clearly is like, nah, I ain't going, I ain't going for this. I'm not, I'm not with it. I saw it. I saw I saw his comments on it in the group chat. You know, a lot of y'all in privy to the group chat, but I mean this is what's going on, right? Sent the tweet. And basically, it was like, yo, he says, hi, my name is Eddie, and this is a great album. And he says, I don't care, like, four times. He's talking about Magna Carta, Holy Grail. So I want to have I, I, I want to have this conversation with you about Magna Carta, Holy Grail, right? This is 2013. This is, what, four years after we get a solo Jay-Z album, and then two years after we get watch the throne right so this is the first time we're hearing a solo jay-z album in, in in a handful of years number one do you think it's a great album um i think great is a strong word to use um <laughs> i do not think it's a great album i do think it's a I, I i think it's a solid project okay okay I'll take that. Um, um, anyone that has, and you know, this is for our, you know, OG listeners from back in the days when Amin and I used to fucking um, do the show in the basement of Building Four at ESPN, um, and um, you know, we would have certain things in our cup. We wouldn't judge you what was in your cup. You know what I'm saying? And um, we would have a spirited debate quite often about this particular album. And um, I agree. Outside of the word great, I agree with what said person put in tweet. I think that people, it, this is around that this album drops around the time where 
um it's a new wave in hip-hop um and you got hove's bar was old man just stop and he was like i can't i'm hot right that was his bar in in um off of uh kingdom come album right yeah so Whew. this is around that part where everyone's like yo he's old he needs to you know whatever whatever and Hove's trying to find himself again he's trying to find what lane he needs to go down but i find it really hard to believe that this is a trash album when there's a lot of bangers on here there's a lot of songs that yeah. come on and you fool with do you like the whole project as a is it is it but you know, no, it's not a classic album or anything like that. But this dude is not being judged against other albums. He's being judged against his own project. Yeah, that's it. It's and that's where I think Magna Carta gets 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 slapped in the face because yeah. you know it's not getting judged at what was out at that time. It's getting judged against his own his own catalog. And yes, mm -hmm. it's probably the weakest or second weakest album out of his entire catalog but that's like saying yo you the 50th 50th greatest los angeles laker or new york yankee of all time when there's a million people that have played for this franchise yeah hmm damn i mean off the top of my heart in my head i could be forgetting an album but i, well, I feel like it's probably the second um you have you have kingdom come as his weakest right or no um I have Kingdom Come as that's what I was basing this on. Is Kingdom like, Come would Kingdom Come would be his weakest, I guess. Okay. I mean, then, his weakest projects would be Kingdom Come, Magnum Carta, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and then probably Blueprint, Blueprint Three, right? Three, yeah. Oh, Blueprint okay, okay. Three. No, no, two. I would say two. I actually like Blueprint Three. I think Blueprint Three was dope. I think Blueprint Two is because he tried to double disc and he had a lot of fillers on there or whatever. Yeah, but then when yeah. he busted down and gave you Blueprint Two Point One, yeah. it kind of boosted Blueprint Two up. So you know, yeah. whatever. I, you know, if you want to say, I'll, I'll say his two weakest projects are Magna yeah. Carta. But, but, and, but this and is in the bottom. Of the, okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. That's what I was trying to base it on. Was like where you had Kingdom Come rated. Um. I'm not someone who's ever thought that Magna Carta Holy Grail was a bad album. I mean, like, not for one second, because there's only maybe one song on here that I don't care for. And depending on what I'm doing, I'll still listen to it. So, and that's the joint with um with Nas. Like, that was just that was just another, like, to me, it was just another wasted Jay-Z Nas collab, right? Like, we could have got something so much better. Um, I think then like. Uh, a while after that, learning more about this album. What, what, what John was the John with Nas? The um, the I'm looking at it right now. I, I didn't, I didn't realize he. The BBC. Shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't have him. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the only song at, that's kind of like. Eh. I'm looking at the track list, bro, and it's like, Holy Grail was Holy Grail was cool to me. I liked it. Picasso Baby was dope. It was a, uh, it was a movie. Time for um was time you know I mean it was put you know I mean to me it was dope uh fuck him you know I got it him and Ross is timeless oceans with Frank Ocean is literally Fire. like I love that song I think it's amazing Fire. I think yeah. that one deserved the video but this is Absolutely. a weird space with hove you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, I, I, yeah. I picture James Bond type shit with this you know what I'm saying something like yeah, that it would have been ill yeah, and then you know like I mean and then. You know, like I mean, I that's the first part two on the run. Beyonce smoked that shit. Like to me, I love that song. I'm not mad if somebody skips it. 
Or if they say they don't fuck with it, that's why I said it's only one, maybe two songs on here that I can see somebody yeah, saying like I'm cool on it. You know what I mean? Out of sixteen, yes. like, bro. I'm I mean, yeah. well, well, let, me, let me let me not say that because the Tom Ford song is another one that's kind of on the cusp. Depending on the kind of mood that I'm in, I let it rock because I think Hove pulled that type of music off. And I'm always on the side of artists trying new shit and then just trying something that's like out of the box for them. This is not the kind of music that he traditionally gives you on an entire album, but I wasn't I wasn't mad at the Tom Ford song. He did a good job. He did a Jay-Z version of this genre of music that sounds kind of weird and kind of off, but I'm gonna give it some flavor. Um, yeah, I've never thought this album was bad though. I've never thought it was bad because he has so many moments, and then I found out later that on um on Heaven, Ghostface was supposed to be on that. But I think mm. some timing and some scheduling issues got in the way or whatever. But he said Hov sent that to him and he wanted him to get on that. But it was it was something else coming up. I think Ghost might have been on tour or it was something, you know, like Ghost is moving around all the time. So yeah. he was supposed to be on that song. And he shouted out Hov because he was like, yo, you know, he he knew he knew what it was. Like he knew to reach out to the right person, you know, that would have blessed this shit. Um, fuck up the world. I remember when this dropped, this was my favorite song. Period. Like this was my favorite song out of the time. Yeah. Uh, Fuck the world was crazy. Um, then you got nickels and dimes. You got La Familia. Like this album is crazy. And and I won't lie. If you want to call this a great album, only because it's Jay Z, people are apprehensive to say that. Because like you said, he's compared to his his, his catalog. So when you say great, you're talking about Reasonable Doubt. You're talking about Blueprint. You're talking about Volume Two. Shit like that. American Gangster. That's those are great albums. I love this album, and I think it's only one or two songs that I would skip. So, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird. I mean, like, I'll be real. Like, I, I, I probably haven't pushed play on anything on this album in years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But as soon um, as you do, you're gonna be like, oh. Yeah, like I mean, because there's stuff on here that I like. I don't think it's a great album because you know there there are some songs on there that if I'm looking at it, I'm just like, eh, I'm kind of cool. Like I don't not necessarily don't like the song, but it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, you know. And but he's out of 16 tracks. I mean, I'd say maybe eight. Three misses. Uh, yeah, like I'd say like eight of them Jones. I'm like, yo, like I love that song. Yeah. Right, yeah. like I love that song. That song is amazing. So, you know, what I mean, it's well done. You know, I can, mm-hmm. you know. So to me, I, you know, like I, I again, I think this album gets a super duper bad rap because this Hove and he was trying something different with a lot of this stuff. And if memory serves yeah. me correct, I want to say this is the album, and I don't know this to be fact, so I apologize if I'm wrong. But I want to say this is the album where. He did a whole bunch of like fucking with like producers that we he doesn't normally work with. Like he mm-hmm. went out, he went yeah. out of his way to work yep. with a bunch of different. So like even with that aspect, it's a you know it's different because he's not going to his safe spaces. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to find himself on in this yeah. new space of music, which is you know what I mean. Yep. So to me, it's a solid project. I ain't got no problem with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, not hundred percent. And you got to remember that was the era of like. ASAP Rocky is like active and out and still trying to, you know, whatever, Action Bronson. And so these rappers who are like coming out making this kind of music and then Jay-Z got to find a way to still be Jay-Z, do something new and then still stand out. You know what I mean? And I think if you yeah. took this album down to 
11 songs, I think we probably view this album differently, right? Because we can go in there and pick out five songs that like probably didn't need to be on there. And if he put this down to 11 songs, I think that like hands down, you can probably say it's a great album. Um, I just don't know if I'm tripping on somebody right now who's a Jay-Z fan who loves this album and think it's great. Because if you love Jay-Z, you're more willing yeah, to- I'm not tripping off of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not tripping on somebody saying that. Now, I wouldn't bring this up in a great album discussion but if I'm talking to a fellow Jay-Z fan, we can have that conversation all night. I think that's the distinction. This is not like a purple tape where like you don't have to be a super Wu-Tang fan to know like yeah, this is that. This is what this is. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm not I'm not too mad at that. So, shout out to Hove, man. Shout out to Holy Grail. Like I'm, you know, I might take a couple of these songs off of here and then make my own 11. You know what I mean? Put my list out and let y'all let y'all decide and see, you know, see see what I did. But, you know, we talked about this at the top of the show. Our mans. This is our mans from back in the day, right? It's our mans from back in the day. This is Murder. P. Diddy named him pretty. He's out here. He was in, you know, he pulled up on, on, on your guys, Gillian Wallow. Million dollars worth of game. Philly stand up, you know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, Mace is back outside, man. He uh he stopped through for the interview. Uh, They just had Fabio on recently you know and then you know the whole conversation came up again about signing a mace for five thousand dollars and mace hadn't spoke out about this yet we hadn't heard mace speak about this on the public you know platform and he came out and said he had to clear his name up you know he had to clear his name up man so he you know we're gonna we're gonna break down the you know the whole shit right he starts off with talking about what that what the deal actually consisted of right he said that they both got like 750 racks um, I think he ended up with 800 because he spent 50 on Fabio up until the point where they got the deal and he needed that 50 back, right? Cool. So the whole thing about the 5,000, that's what kind of was up in the air to me. You know what I'm saying? So like we in the beginning of the interview and it's like, okay, where's the 5,000 shit coming from? Whatever. And to my understanding, it was it was 5,000 on some like, here you go, just to hold you down real quick. We we are working towards the deal, but here here you go. Fabio said he thought that 5,000 was going like taking places and that 5,000 didn't last in, last in two weeks. You know what I mean? So we at the top of the interview, we talking about this. So what's your thoughts at this point of the interview when you're listening to it and you're like, okay, what's, what is, what is Mace on? I mean, the natural response is like, damn, Mace, Mace, you know, Diddy, Diddy didn't, right? Like that's <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, but you know, I, yeah, like or but then at the same time it's like, well, it's crazy, but I mean, shit, you know, they say do unto you what was done to uh, you know, do to others what was done, you know, done to you or whatever. Like, you know, I mean, it's nutty, but at the same time, like I'm watching the interview in the beginning and I'm like, yo, something's not making sense. Beth Betha seems off, he don't really seem like he's dancing around this five racks right he's not he's not genuinely talking about the shit and i mm-hmm. honestly truth I, the whole interview he really doesn't clarify that five rack shit either he just has so many receipts and so many things backing it up right. he does a very good job of deflecting the topic of the five racks and gets you to focus on the seven the 700 yeah, the 750. that's what i was saying i think he gave him five just on some like all right, this dude wants some money. He probably coming from nothing. Let me just throw him five real quick so he could just he could just chill. Like that's what it felt like because, like you said, he didn't really concretely like, yeah, this is what this was for or whatever. Um, 
So then, you know, like it, it, it goes on and he's, you know, he calls one of his mans up and he's like, yo, let's talk about the deal. Let's do da da da. And I, and I get it, right? I get it. Mace does a lot of things outside of uh, music. You know, like he said, he makes a lot of money outside of music. So it's not really that important to him. That's cool. But when you step it, when you step back in and then you start doing these deals, I'm probably in the minority where I feel like Mace is probably a like he's probably one of the better people to or should be. You would think that somebody who got did dirty in the old era would be a good person to do business with now because they've learned. They already went through the bullshit when they came through the through the door. Now they've learned and they're like, all right, cool. Let me help the next artist not fall through this trap door. But in this situation, it feels like a lot of it's just a lot of, like you said, dancing around. It's like, damn, bro, like the, the truth is in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's but it's in there somewhere. So he called his man up. His man's a very fine stories, of course. Like, no nigga not gonna get on the mic and be like, nah, it makes you bugging. Nigga, like, nah, yeah, but I mean in in in, in <laughs> Beth's defense, um, in Beth's defense, he doesn't just call his homie, he calls the nigga that was the head of urban music yeah. at the yeah, time yeah, yeah, absolutely. at Columbia. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now again. This is man, so <laughs> you know we all got our homie that knows how that, that, that we that we can call, and he he or she know what you last know, night. Know, knows how to knows how to go with the story, yeah. and you know whatever. So and and Beth is not going to put himself in a position to call somebody who's not going to back his story. But yeah, yeah. the way they're telling the story, it sounds pretty believable. And again. Yeah, he has receipts, right? Like yeah, he's absolutely. he's showing Gil what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you know he's got the videos, the Fabio fucking voice on it. Like yeah, Sam it's it's Fabio right. look real, 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 real like yeah. Wow, you know what I mean? Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays. Your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture you are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than butcher box so sign up at butcherbox.com dings d-i-n-g-s and get our special deal ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. I feel like Fabio, and I had this conversation with a couple of my homies, right? I feel like it's not so much that Fabio is lying. 
I think that Fabio is only going off of what he understood to be the truth. Like, I don't know if, if the terms of all of his shit was like thoroughly explained to him to the point where he just, he, he understood everything. And now he's out here speaking, you know, like the truth. He's speaking his truth from his yeah. point of understanding. So it's like, if you sit me down and tell me, hey, I'm gonna make 700,000 off this deal. I'm going to, if I'm coming from the projects, I'm going to think, oh, mom, we about to get a house because I just got 700 racks. Now, if you don't explain that to me thoroughly, maybe you did everything right. But maybe you left me in the dark about some shit and you left me to believe things. So I don't think it's yeah, a situation. I definitely think Bethel left them in, in the dark on a lot of yeah. situations, 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because even when he's describing the deal, the deal sounds shady, right? Like, like the whole... Yo, I got control of everything, but I only got control to make sure he doesn't snake me, which we all see he was gonna do. Yeah. But once, 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 once it got past the point where he couldn't snake me, then I gave him back control. Like to me, that's just he says, she says stuff. You know what I mean? There's no paperwork that that that, that can confirm that. And, right. and depending on how it's con uh, communicated, um, really depends on how the person views what's going on you know what i'm saying 100 100 and and i feel and that's why i said i feel like they need to probably have a conversation now in 2022 because so much time has passed and i don't know what their relationship is like i would assume they're not speaking every day not hitting each up uh you know other up on holidays and shit and their family members birth i'm sure they're not doing that but i feel like they need to have a conversation because it feels like a lot of things that went unsaid there's some clarity that needs to be gained just to kind of clean shit up because I think both of them could be in the right because if you didn't tell me everything, I can only operate off of this information. So if I'm the nigga that with all the answers, I gotta come to you at some point and we gotta meet in the middle. So um, so so just so just, just about that situation, it's still fuzzy, and I and I'm sure that like five years probably gonna respond to that somewhere, you know what I mean, on some platform at yeah. some time. I, I guarantee you will. Um, but but he also went on to talk about something that um I don't know if a lot of people knew this or not, right? But you know about Jay Z mentioning him indirectly, uh -huh. right? Talking about him on imaginary players when he said, "Those ain't Rolex diamonds." The fuck you done to that? So he spoke on that line and he talked about it. And he said, "Yeah, because when I went and got my Roly, I went to Jacob and I said, "Yo, I need my shit flooded. These ain't come from Rolex, yeah, of course, but I need my shit flooded." And so that line was about him. You know, that was that, that's that's some ill shit to be like, yo, you was the topic of imaginary plays, bro. Like, that's, that's right. pretty ill. So, the way I remembered it, so all right, obviously Mace knows more because it's him, right? But I'm gonna just speak from the hood perspective, the streets, what we were thinking back then. And I, I, it's kind of one of situations where it's like, damn, I wish I was in the room or I wish I knew Gil and Wallow or I wish I had that line so I could be like, yo, when y'all say this part, no, because that whole entire song was about that nigga, first and foremost, right? The whole song was about it because everybody kind of knew that there was a beef there or there was rumblings of it because... And I, I and and Betha did a hell of a job. Like, I think I even quote tweeted it right because I like like when 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 you put it out there, it was like, yo, the clip. I responded. I'm like, yo, I think this dude's misremembering because he's out here trying to say that 
um, oh, he didn't, he doesn't, he didn't know, like, oh, this is the reason why, you know. And so I looked up the dates, and I, um, I believe Harlem World comes out maybe a couple weeks prior to Volume One, right? On Harlem World, um, he has a song called "Niggas Wanna Act." He has the bar in there where he says, don't really fuck with Dane, but still I cop Jigger, right? Now, the people can go, oh, well, he wasn't talking about Jay-Z, but you got to think right now at this point in time, this is Hov's man's. The same way Cam, who had nothing to do with the Nas and them battle, heard him talk about his man and said, hold up. I'm inserted in this. I firmly always believe that this is the point where Hove said, hold on, right? And then the part <laughs> that Mace is talking about happens, right? Like, because, like, and this is why I fool, not this is why, because I hate that, because it has nothing to do with why I fool with Jay-Z, but Hove has always shown Mace respect as what he was right for anybody who does not know excuse me i'm on my soapbox but anybody who does not know mason betha was literally the hottest motherfucker out at the time i'm talking That's about Nas is out yep i'm talking about hove is out mm -hmm. um big is no longer with us you know what I'm saying? Like he his album comes out, I believe, after Big Pass, if if memory serves me correct, right? Um, but like I'm just painting a picture. X is out. Yep. This is who's out in the streets. Yep. Mace dropped Harlem World. First of all, Mace took the game over ASAP. When like yeah, the, yo, Very I remember quickly. hearing him on the Only You remix, and although yep. Big killed it, I said, yo, who's this dude? Everybody did. And, I think everybody and stopped then, and was like, wait a minute, they got another one. And then and then you get hit with the uh the best of murder mace mixtapes and all murder that type of stuff that's coming out, right? Straight from money he smacked, bro, smashing, yeah. smashing everything <laughs> yeah. he's on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Everything he's on. Absolutely. And then he drops the album, and the album is amazing. Any and he got X on the album. Like, like, like you got to, to paint the picture even better for people who really weren't outside at that point in time or even alive. For those that remember when Drake's hype, how, how, how the hype was for Drake, that's the hype Mace had, but just in a non-internet era, a non-social media era, word where like you, everyone, it was word of mouth era. It was yo, I just cop. Bad Boys mixtape volume whatever, and this dude just killed this. Or yo, I just heard the Children of the Corn, and who's this boy? Yeah, like, like absolutely. yo, right? Like this is who Mace was, and and mm -hmm. so like Mace drops the most amazing album ever, and like he's the biggest nigga in the game at this point in time. Mace isn't fronting when he's saying that, right? Like this is Mace. That's a fact. But yeah. Hove was still Hove. Right, Hove was, Hove was definitely still Hove, and that's and he like, the like the bars were always there, right? Yeah. The 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 you gotta he 
Hove has the respect of block, you know, everyone, but like sales wise, Hove didn't do the number. Every, every, everyone knows they didn't really yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. the first one to the second one came second out, one right? Came like, out, yeah. that's the so, like, the numbers that weren't there. He drops, I, I, sorry, he drops imaginary player a couple weeks later after that bar and after the other bar that Mace is talking about on the album, right? Mm-hmm. And and then it's just on. It's on and popping, bro. It's yeah. a lot of subliminal. Like like I know everybody thinks there was a lot of subliminals being thrown at Mace. If you go back and listen to a lot mm-hmm. of whole stuff around that time, yeah. the entire the entire imaginary player was about ball. Like yeah, mom's I mean, was ninety nine cent. Mom's was four mom bucks. Was four bucks. Yeah, but like, but even the bars leading up to the Rolex diamond shit, you got to think how he started that verse off. Now you got these young cats acting like you know what I'm saying. Like he makes like a young dude. Bro, All bro. the dumb raps talking about how they fun stuff. Now here's the part. Here's the little. Here's the little I was part just right about here. to say that. Here's Go the ahead. part right here. When I see him in the streets. <laughs> I don't see, I don't none, see of none of that. Damn, Damn Playboy. Playboy. Fuck is the fuck Damn, you done? Where's all the ice with the platinum under platinum that? Under that. That's what bad boys Rolex like, diamonds, nigga. What, what the, the fuck, fuck you, you done, done to that? that? So, so Mace had to clear it up and say, "Wait a minute now," because Jay Z would have you believe that like it was just some foggy, cloudy bullshit in his watch. He's just saying, "Bro, that's not Rolex diamonds. What did you do to that?" Right, and, and Mace, look, he and he clarified he, it. He clarified it. He clarified it hundred percent. But and and, he, and Mace set a trend. I was just about to ask you this, so I want to I want to ask you now. Looking in twenty twenty two, how rappers jury is now. When you look back at that line with Jay Z saying those ain't Rolex diamonds, the fuck you done to that? Hearing Mace's reply to it, do you feel like the sting of that bar is like, you know what I mean? Like like is it a little less nah. because no. because he started <laughs> some shit? He was ahead of his no. time. It's not <laughs> no. No, not not one bit. Because first and foremost, like <laughs> Wallow and Gil said, like this it's is a legendary like, bar, nigga. There are, there, <laughs> it's a legendary bar that like like people can say in everyday life type situations and you'll <laughs> understand what they're trying to say, right? So like first and foremost, when you have a top if you have a, I'm not saying it is, but just the magnitude, a Mount Rushmore of bars in hip hop, yeah, yeah. it is done about you, right? And I don't care yeah, yeah, what, yeah. how factual it was or wasn't, right? But yeah. at the same time, <laughs> that part's not factual, right? Or that part can be explained. But the, 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 everyone in the industry may said, everyone in the industry knew what Puff was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Hope saying, you know, uh, when I see you on the streets, I don't see none of that. None of that. Damn Playboy. What the fuck is the hum at? Where's all yeah. the platinum? Where all the, we said, where's all the ice, all the platinum under that? Like, so every one of those lines is yep. coming like is coming at Mace. <laughs> not on the watch. It's coming at Mace like, yo, dog, I know you're not getting, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dame knows the situation. You know what I'm saying? Dame's telling me the situation. Yeah. This ain't this ain't that yo. So like, <laughs> and Hope was again. flying with Cam at a certain point back then too. So I'm sure Cam was probably letting you know. What I'm saying I'm sure because him and Fam. Mace had kind of you know what I mean. So yeah. yes, yes, 100. Um, that with with that being kind of just like out here, you got to remember too. The very next year, Jay Z told him, "Check your own video. You'll always be number two. 
always be number two. He just got done telling you that when I see you in the streets, I don't see the shit you. I don't. I know. I know what they doing to you over there, but I don't see that shit right. when I see you. And then now he fast forward and was like, "You, you see, you remember what I just told you last year about how that shit ain't really yours? Go check your own video, nigga. You wearing the number two jersey? Number two not jersey. Number one. Papa. You got the number two jersey when, on, fam. When <laughs> I heard crazy. check your own videos, you always be number two. I said, excuse me? Them dances ain't look the same no more. Them little jiggy dances didn't look the same when you see that big two on the back of that leather jersey. And I know that leather jersey was hot as fuck, too. And you win like two. Yo, you know, to, to put it in a modern time of what the um, today's art, today's hip-hop fans would to better understand, it would be very similar to, to uh, Push and Wayne's situation, Right? Where your Wayne was acting as if it was a certain way because we just assumed it had to be that way, right? And we're less educated as hip hop fans at this point in time in life, too. That's true. I gotta That's make true. that clear, right? Yeah, we're yeah. very much if we see it, we just automatically think it's you know, you got it, yeah, it's and real. it's different yeah. now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, well, actually, no, not really, but it should to us a little, it's a different. little. Yeah, to yeah, the kids yeah. is not different, right? They believe there everything, but um, like you know what I'm saying, like he's uh, fam, like it's 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 just like you hear that bar, and then well, I'm telling you, it was just relentless, yeah. nonstop coming at him. I was at um, <laughs> I want to say it was um, and this is pre cell phones number one, so definitely <laughs> pre pre uh re day, recording sh recording yeah. shit at shows, right? Like <laughs> yeah. believe it or not, there was a time you went to concerts, and you just had. The people yeah. you came with, right? Like the only stories you have is you can remember. That was it. Nothing right. you recorded. Yeah. So there. So I want to say it was the heart. It was either the heart. Heart. It might have been a heart not life tour. Okay. Or or the Rockefeller Rough Rider tour. One of them two. Okay. I don't remember which one it was, but I, I'll say X X closed out the show. Okay. Right. So okay. whatever that show might that be was. Life then, because I think Hove was, was right before X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Hove kicks a freestyle. And when I tell you, bro, when I tell you, fam, he kicked a freestyle because hold on, no, my my I'm I want to give you the correct show because it was two shows I'm thinking about. No, this must be a powerhouse because oh, okay, X okay, didn't okay, close. Okay, I went okay. to a different one because the one I'm thinking about is when Hove brought beans out, and this is two different eras, right? Okay, I believe okay, this okay, is cool, a powerhouse cool. I went to, right? Which is cool, cool, cool. at the time was Philly's main show. And this is yeah. this is one of the this is during this era. Hove yeah. kicked a freestyle. This is this might have been the first concert I'd ever been to in my life on some real shit. Um, Hove kicked a freestyle, and it was clear as day he was talking about Mace. Clear as day. Now I can't confirm if it is so long ago. I don't remember the bars. If those bars were then said bars that were in um, check your own video. You always be number two. Because, you know, everyone at this point in time used to take their mixtape, which was very annoying. Mace did it with the best of murder Mace. Oh, yeah, yeah, also. yeah, for sure. But, like, it was, it's very, this is an era where it was very annoying because everyone, you would have heard everyone's album already because all they did was take the mixtape stuff and then put, and, and then put it, it was very, a lot of times yeah. it would be trash because the mixtape stuff really wasn't for this, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, yep. but, but my point was Hove kicked the verse and I was just like, wow. Yo, he's killing this. Like, 
Like, and yeah. I liked Mace, dog. Like, I yeah, really yeah, liked me. I wasn't a, I wasn't a hard whole fan at this point in time of my life. I'm gonna keep yeah. it all the way real. Like, I'm I'm becoming a. This is part of the the, the shit that's route. making yeah. me become like yeah. a whole fan. Like, gotcha. I'm like, yo, he's killing this dude. And this is again, this is the hottest dude in the game, fam. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Nah, dead ass though. And, and what you're saying is important because nothing was promised to anybody at that time because it was all about like, what are you gonna do to stay here? Fuck standing out. You stood out cool. Big, what are you gonna do? Had to just stay passed here? not too long before all this just, happened. Absolutely. The number one spot is open. The number one spot is open. And and again, we talk about volume two again. You got Jay-Z with the city is mine. A lot of people didn't like it because they thought the message he was sending was like kind of arrogant and oh, like but i mean let's, let's get, we know it was and then nas came back on the uh um, let niggas uh, know one thing <laughs> it could only be one kid like he was talking crazy like hey listen man like yeah not bro, you know I, nas came back what what album was that um uh was it um oh my god what, the drone where he was talking about you got you got these you got these fake kings claiming to throw like mm-hmm. that, yeah 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 that's where yep. To the city, like yo, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. This, yeah, so come you gotta, on, so you gotta this was a time. So Jay Z is dead in the middle of all of this going on. Yes. The highest nigga. You got Nas, who is like the 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 second coming of Rock him and Christ combined. Just and came off of at this here. point in time. What everyone is at this point in time in life is calling yeah. the greatest hip hop album greatest, ever. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ever and, <laughs> and they're living by that. Like to this day, even you you know that that's what it is. So yeah. Jay Z had to survive all of that. While being like, look, these niggas are coming at me. Like, I gotta still, I still gotta hold it down. Like, I, I still gotta hold. It's only me. It's only me against all these niggas and they hot. I don't have state so, property yet. I don't have yeah, beans yet. It it's literally like just it's me, me and bleak. And them niggas don't rap. Yeah, right. And, 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 and I got bleak. Right. And I'm not sending bleak the war. And sauce money gonna come through when I need them. Sauce money gonna pull up when I need them. Yeah, sauce south of sauce. We, we listen. We are huge sauce money fans on this show. If you didn't know, um, but, yes, but um, but yeah, so 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 yeah, so around that era, right? Like you got Mace, you got the Jay Z shit, and he he had to give it up. Jay Z's one of those people where it you I, I can't give you like credit for like calling Hov the goat, no matter what y'all been through, because you got to say that. Like, what are you gonna say? He's not. You're gonna sound like a hater. It's 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 Hov. Like it is what it is. So I just thought that was interesting, like that little conversation. But the part that stood out to me the most is when he talked about what his real gripe with Diddy was, right? Like we all knew the contract shit, we all knew whatever, but what I didn't know was that he was, he was he allegedly, there were guys who ran up on his vehicle, pulled firearms on him. He saw these dudes later at the studio with Puff. So in his head, he's like, yo, what's going on? Like you already kind of playing me, little broing me on some like, you know, we ain't gonna pay you nothing on the tour. This is promo shit, but it's the biggest shit. You the headliner, but you don't really know. I'm pulling the wool over you, and now I got dudes at the studio with me who just tried to do something to you. So Mason in the act, like in the act context to that, real quick, mm-hmm. the act context. Be put, keep in mind, this is we're heavy in the rumors of big in pocket at this point in time too in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. We're heavy yeah. into the rumors of of whatever the conspiracies and all that right. stuff. And and, right. and and those that don't remember, Puff's name was heavily mentioned Absolutely. a lot of times. Absolutely, like to this day, you we can find a story probably where somebody's like implicating him in this. So Mason, his head, he's like, "Yo, number one, is that shit true? And is that shit about to be M A dollar? I don't know." So he's 
he's feeling some kind of way, but you still got a job to do. You still got to pull up to the studio. You still got to come write these songs. And he was saying when Puff was out there popping that champagne and going to the club and shit like that, I was in the studio writing these songs and these hooks and telling, you know, Stevie J to do the beat like this and blah, blah, blah. So he felt disrespected. So for him, he when he sees Puff calling himself Brother Love and shit like that, he's like, oh, nah. <laughs> I can't I can't fuck with that because I remember what happened back in the 90s. So I thought that was interesting. I never knew the like this part of the you know what I mean? Like of, of him and Pup. I just thought it was it was the money. Yeah. I, I thought he felt slighted and I was like, yeah, I get it. But I never knew it was this. This kind of opened my eyes up a little bit and I was like, oh, okay. I I got you. I, the whole him and Puff thing is real confusing to me. Cause I swear there was a video that surfaced a couple years ago of Puff being in some radio station and Mace coming through and giving him some paperwork and Puff signing John and Mace dapping him up and the streets were led to believe that Mace got his publishing back. And then Betha says in this interview, he doesn't have his publishing. He just got it from Sony. And so like, it's, it's super duper. Like I said that I gave that example to say, I'm, I don't take everything he said as the gospel, right? Um, no pun intended. No pun intended. No, no pun intended. <laughs> if he, you know, I, listen, this man says this is what happened. I, I mean, listen, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I wouldn't put it past anybody, especially yeah. not somebody who's in who's knee deep in the rap game and is pulling strings and yeah. we all know that the rap game at this point in time the streets are heavily involved and your family's not your, your family was one rocks throw away from being in it or whatever or being 100%. in it or whatever you know what i'm yeah. saying so yeah. i don't put any of that past i just it from what i thought i knew or what i thought was reported a lot of times I just feel like there was there were a few inconsistencies in what he was saying, but you know, um, that's wild, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's crazy. No, I really, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fool with Puff either if I felt that. Yeah, but but like you said, over the years, like he, we just talked about this. They just performed together um, recently. You know what I mean? Like, we I mean, well, no, not uh, not 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 even Mason. But just like ex bad boy people linking back up with Puff, like it was it was Shine that we talked about that like before yeah. with him. But what you were saying, I think we talked about that story before of Mason of Mace pulling up to the studio to Puff, and it was it seemed like things were good or like as yeah. good as it could be or whatever. So it's like damn, when we hear these stories about Puff, but we see like a bad boy reunion tour, and then we see these videos of people over time that used to be with Bad Boy that had serious gripes, and they kind of dap it up with Puff. It's like oh, okay, well maybe. Well, maybe we weren't there, so maybe we just got that part of it, and maybe it shit wasn't all that bad, except so again, for the locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, except absolutely. for the locks. That was very. They, public. they were we they were rather public. consistent until the day. At every step of the way, we knew exactly what was going on, exactly what was going on. So that's a little different. Them some Yonkers niggas. So it's gonna be it's gonna go a little different with some Yonkers niggas. Shout out to them. Shout out to Pools. Um, but then you know, then also he talked about how his relationship with cam right his uh cam and jim uh dame and all that or whatever you know he said him and dame used to always be almost about the fight and shit like that right and and you like niggas know you come from the hood it's probably gonna be somebody around that's like that where you like i don't know if this nigga playing with me or you trying to play me you might have to knuckle up let me see what let me see what the temperature is you know Man. like this so i feel like that was him and dame especially um, he, especially the type of person dame appears to oh, be 100. and mace yeah. isn't that type of person 
Yeah, Mace is a guy who comes off as like, yo, chill out, my nigga. Like, he going to tell you to chill. And when you see him, and Dame is a nigga that's like, chill. Oh, you sensitive? Oh, I'm really about to get on you. So that was that was interesting. Um, But but he admitted that the only relationship he regretted kind of, you know, getting fucked up was him and Cam. And I can understand that because they played basketball together. They grew up together. Um, You know, he used to wear Cam's shoes and, you know, this person's clothes and this person's hat. So I can understand, like, why he, you know, felt that way. That's why over the years I felt like that was one of those dramas that was like, damn, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I wish I didn't do that because I remember that era of rap when y'all niggas came out and it's like, damn, I wish I was good, yeah. man. I wish they would have went a little bit into that because, again, I, inconsistencies on stuff mm-hmm. that Betha has said over the years. His mm-hmm. original thing was they fell out because Cam, he told Cam, he had to, Cam said he wanted me to pay him to be in a horse and carriage video. Now, this is where communication gets messed up. May says he wanted him to pay him, but he was like, I wanted him to pay me because I know that they had this money set aside and it's not coming out of his pocket. Now, with with that information being known, because they both have said that, it puts a little bit more into context of how um, how they fell out with the money or whatever. Right. But again, I don't feel like Mace took any ownership on it. He made it just seem like it was all a misunderstanding. But nah, like I think Mace played a heavy part in that. Yeah, like absolutely. you know, what I mean, whether it's not communicating it properly or yo, if Mace is getting screwed over here by Puffor's bread and he knows how this works now because he's been in a little bit and he knows that money's there. You know what I mean? He he wants that bread, but he probably didn't come across it the yeah. right way. He I, come I, I don't think he did. it the right way. I think what he did was he felt like he was. You know how like if you you know you see somebody that's like getting picked on over here. So the next time they see anybody, they gonna get it. Like the next person they see, they gonna get it because I couldn't take my anger out over here. So with him, he like yo, they playing me over here. I'm about to play the game too. Yo, I need X amount of thousand dollars to be in a video. Yeah. Probably like yo, my nigga. You like what you mean? You we the nah, like this the guys. What you talking about? I think Mace probably could have explained that better and said, Hey Cam, listen, I'm not charging you. I need you to tell them I need this because they're gonna give it to me and you're not gonna be affected. But again, that goes back to what we talked about in 2022 or 2018 or whenever his relationship with Fabio began, is not explaining shit the way it's supposed to be explained. So you have one side telling their truth. And you got the real truth mixed in there somewhere because the other person understands something completely different. They both were newcomers to the game, him and Cam. And it's like, bro, you can tell me that. You don't have to, you don't have to come and yeah. tell me try to own some snake shit. Just tell me. Put me to the side. Yo, Cam. Tell the label yeah. I need 30. Tell them I need 20, whatever. I know they're gonna give it to you. You're gonna be straight. But when you don't say that and you just say, yo, if I if I get a, a, a new gig and I say, yo, Jerv, I'm yo. 10 racks, man. 10 racks, you want me on it? Nigga be like, yo, nigga, huh? Like, what you mean? Like, nah, I got to explain. Like, you have to really break this shit down, bro. Like, it's not, you can't assume people know what the fuck is going on. So, like you said, he said that they kind of fell out because he was fronting like he had a lot of money and he didn't. And Cam and them was like, oh, you ain't look out for the guys. And it's like, bro, maybe some of that is true, but that's not the reason shit went left. It was the horse and carriage. Like, come on. We know. We heard that story for 20 years. Like, Right. And I also think so Mace's Mace's response to of course Cam was very respectful. 
right? In every aspect of talking about Cam, anything they asked, even when he said he beat Cam in ball and he was better, he still was very respectful <laughs> to Cam. Yeah, calling right? him killer, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, they ask about Jimmy. He's respectful, mm. but he's leaving a lot of room for whatever, right? So my theory on that is, yo, he just didn't want to get aired out because, like, he knows if, if, if he says something about Cam – like, yo, Cam's going to destroy him on the internet, and Mace Cam is not going to too far. Like, look at Mace right now with the, yo, like, he's not even, like, he's not even doing this Fabio's thing right. Like, like <laughs> as far as, like, the, the little the little videos he's posting, like, yo, if that's all you got, bro, like, Cam would destroy homie, right? Man. So, like, I don't think, I just honestly truly think he does not want any, he even says he wants no smoke with Cam. I think he yeah, said yeah, he was like anybody else. Anybody else? They don't want the smoke. They're Cam, not, not that's Cam. my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Jim was gonna call up there again, like he did back in Hot ninety seven. Yeah, he spoke yeah. on that. He said, "Um, I think I think he said that's the last time they spoke." I want to say, um, or, or yeah. maybe he no, 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 no. He, he saw Jim and it was love. He said, "When I see him, it's love." He said, "Every time I see Jim, it's love." It's, but everyone they, just remembers the Hot 97 interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, copy, copy, yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, I was so chill and I was so like, oh, like, wild, yo, wild. like, wow. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, but like, I was there during this era of fam. It was I, like, I re- in Harlem for Mace around that time, too, like on some personal shit. That it I was a lot of, yo, like, bro, I ain't got no yeah. business speaking on that. No, but like, fam, let's not act, it. let's not act like Jimmy, Jimmy was just talking some tough stuff to you. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jimmy was out here saying some stuff that you was, yeah, and you was more so like, all right, yes. I need to get out of here, tight Joan. Like, let's, yeah. if we go tell the story, we, we gotta tell yeah. the story, fam. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pretty important. And I and I just listened to that joint. So like that's, mm-hmm. that joint is fresh in my mind. Like I, yeah, yeah, I, I still, you, bro, yeah. I still had that joint <laughs> saved to my email. Like, I believe you know, it. That's, it's a classic moment. Never going to not have that. Nigga said, "I will do it to you." Do yo, what? Quarter <laughs> billion boys. You heard? Yo, 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 the, <laughs> the wolves. Yo, the wolves is out here, boy. Yo, be, be, yo, Beth. I know you not. I, yo, Beth. Yo, you know who you talk, yo, and then a whole bunch of slang and things that, that like Jimmy, Jimmy, I don't even know what it means, yeah. so I don't even want to say it. And they just like, yo, Jimmy, he's like, no, 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 that's a know what it is, and a whole bunch of slang again. You hear his mate, Jim. What do you? Why are you so mad? Yeah, what do you mean? And he's like, wow, wow, like, yo, it's not. Wow! Murder. <laughs> no, murder, murder. That sound like you need to get out of here, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, he you need to go lay low down south. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I thought I thought this I thought this interview was good because um, with, with Gillian Wallow, it's hit or miss depending on how well they know the guests because they know a lot of their guests well, but then sometimes they'll just fall into super homeboy mode, and it'll be like this ain't an interview no more. We just kicking in the smoke. You know what I'm saying? But this one I thought was good. Um, like you said, I did kind of want them to talk a little bit more about certain things, but I get it. The Fabio shit is hot right now. They had to take up a good portion of it with that. I understand. Um, I'm, I am glad that he kind of spoke on the Cam shit because it's easy to see Mason think about the Oracle disc where he's talking about Cam all crazy and shit. You know what I mean? So to hear him talk about that and update that in 2022 and say, no, smoke with everybody except him. That's cool. That that, that 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 was cool. Um, it was it was it was a good interview. It was funny. I'll say that because you don't really get a chance to listen to Mace talk like a lot. 
and I still listen to all the Mace old shit. So to hear him now talking about this shit is just it's it's just funny to me to hear him talk about this shit now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yo, and, and honestly, man, I, I one thing I just want to make clear, and Mace said it. You know, Gilly said the reason everybody don't fool Mace is because Mace was tagging all they girls and stuff, which I believe, right? Like, I believe. <laughs> he said, "Bitches falling on like they saw Michael Jackson." Like, <laughs> uh, I believe this is this is how Poppin Mace had it. Mace was Drake. But like more talented as far as rapping wise than Drake, like right, like hundred yeah, percent. Mace, like, like, Mace was like everybody's cool. Like depending on what age group you're in, right? Like I'm a little younger, so he felt like our cool older cousin, the one that'll put you up on yeah. the new cologne or the new, yeah. you know, the shoes or you know, spray so much Izzy. Girls get it's like oh, it's, oh, we gotta get that. You know what I'm saying? We gotta yeah. do this or whatever. So it's like Mace was one of those. He just, he he just a, needs his flowers, he a, man. He was a he was a way cooler dude, I think, overall than yeah. what the general consensus of Drake is in that comparison. Like everybody thought Mace was cool. Everybody, right? It was he right. was just a cool. He had the waves. It just was what it was. Mace like, was cool was, until Mace was not cool. Like his yeah. his decline went yeah. real. It was like he was cool on Monday and then Tuesday he wasn't cool no more because yeah. a lot happened. And, and, and his come up was that you know was that fast as well. So like they, I, I feel like that's kind of the same. You know what I mean? Like you get in the, yeah. the game the same way you got in because he got his deal very quick. So yeah. it was going quick too. He I always I always say this. He's like the rap Penny Hardaway. He did enough to be on a Hall of Fame ballot, like to a certain group of people who were there. But it happened so quick that it's kind of like there's not enough longevity there for me to kind of put you. You know what I'm saying? He's in the Hall of Fame for us, like for the hood, for the culture. But overall, yeah. the stats, the stats ain't there because the the longevity is just not. You didn't do right. it at a high enough level for that long. So that's right. a comparison I always make when it comes to Mace. And I, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I just want everybody just to understand. Put you gotta put some respect on that man's. Oh name. yeah, no, hundred percent. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, leather suits uh, aside, he got a he got some red leather outfit on right now. That's crazy. Oh, listen, boy. yeah, <laughs> he was very Harlemish. <laughs> he was very Harlem. Yeah, which absolutely. is why again, I I don't want Cam. I, I'm glad he was because Cam would have lit him up already. Like, did did be like. Man, skits and shit already yeah that would have been bad that would have been as soon as you saw cam post something on his ig story saying i'm going live tonight at 10 p.m that would have been like yep i know what i'm doing tonight i know what he's gonna talk about <laughs> let's see what's going yep. on with killer um but shit yeah like it, was, it was a good interview yeah absolutely um damn you know what who would who would mace that's a that's a, a pretty decent question who who do you think could see mason or or would want to see mace uh in a, in a versus who would you put next to mace could could Mace do a versus? Do you think Mace got 20? Including the mixtape shit, I would have to say yes. Like if you have to so, include everything. Based off of based off of what the locks did, mm -hmm. they, right. Mace would have to come like that, right? With like, the street shit. Yeah. With the street shit. Because if he doesn't come with the street shit, I don't think he has off the top of my head. Like he's got, I'm not saying he doesn't have 20 songs that I like. I'm saying he doesn't have 20 that are verses. He would basically go up and play. See half of Harlem World and then a whole bunch of features he was on. So, you know, what I mean, I don't think he could do a versus unless he did a versus against somebody who technically would not be putting respect on his name as who he was as an artist. Got you. Got you. So hmm, I'm trying to think what because it, it because couldn't still be a cam or anything like that. Because yeah, yeah, cam, oh, cam's no, no, no. got way too many. Yeah, Cam will burn him. I think Cam will burn him crazy. Um, it would, it would, yeah, like you said, it would have to be somebody who 
legitimately just like called him out on some shit like yo he wasn't really and he's like all right cool well get, give me 20 and i'm, I'm gonna put you 20 because we still haven't got the memphis bleak and joel's versus yet which bro looks we're like not getting that happen. joe Duh. um yeah they saw what the street they saw what the streets were saying it was like nah we're not gonna put this one out the numbers the numbers would have been disrespectful on that yeah i'm not gonna lie that might have been the i'm not even gonna say might have been i think you're 100 right i think the like you know the return of attention on it is like it's only like 93 niggas that like want to watch this you know what i'm saying 93 and 79 of them niggas is not gonna pay a dollar to see it so you know what i mean you do the math on that so it's like you know i told you i told you i told you before if it's 40 dollars, i'm going 41 dollars, i'm staying home you know what I mean? that's where i'm at with it and i told you i was gonna be right there on ig live with it i'm not paying a dime for that <laughs> um yeah man i you know i i i uh I'm happy to hear you know this interview. You know, uh, it was it was a entertaining interview, if nothing else. You know what I mean with Mace with Mace talking this shit and all that. So um, yeah, man, I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm not mad at that at all, man. Shout out to Mace. Um, shit, if he if he drops an album, if he if he if he says he got an album coming out this year, are you checking for it? No. <laughs> Short answer, no. Long answer, no. hell no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not there. The streets gonna have to tell me about that, John. I'm not. I'm not trying to hear somebody who's. That's one of the you gonna be like. Oh, I'll take your word for it. Like, his oh. last good project was in '97. <laughs> like, oh, whoa, whoa, what? slow down, slow down, my boy. That 10 years of hate tape is. I'm biased though, so I just whatever. I'm biased. That tape is crazy. That tape okay. is crazy, my nigga. Oh my god. I, I'm oh. not saying what. I'm not saying it was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you ain't fuck with Welcome Back, the Mister Rogers shit. What? Come on, bro. I ain't <laughs> fuck with none of that G. I ain't gonna shit. lie. I ain't gonna lie, bro. When he came back with the hat bent up, I was like, damn, murder. Like, you used to be a fly nigga, man. That shit, like, you just got that from under the car seat. Like, that's kind of crazy. That's why I seen him in that, that red outfit he had on. I'm like, the, yeah, he looked with the, with, the, he, with the husky pockets in the front. <laughs> yo, he looked like the boy that just came home and it's still trapped in when he went in. Oh, man. Because that was a very. <laughs> That was a very Harlem, Harlem. Um, I, I mean, can can be having some wild stuff on too, yeah. but it's it it that it's it, it be wild stuff, but it be what people are wearing now. Wild stuff. Mace's had what's going on. Got you. Yeah, Got Mace, you. Yeah. Mace just had straight like, yeah, no nah, murder. That was he just man, had the brother. whole Twizzler outfit on, like the whole joint. And yeah, I think he, I think his kicks was even all red. This is like yeah, he had the Yeezys. He said he had the I got my I got my Yeezy from Yeezy, nigga. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeezy says a lot of lot of he up there dressed like Antonio people. Brown. When I think about it, AB was just dressed like that with the do your dance, AB. Do your oh put that God. shit on. He got to put that shit on outfit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who AB man is? Is yay. So bring the shit full oh circle. Come God, on, man. Yeah. It all revolves around yay, bro. Oh God, not um, yay. Yeah, man. Um, nah, this is this was fun, man. This is fun. Shout out to Mace. Uh, you know, listen, continue to rate us, subscribe, review, leave us five stars, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Until next time, we out, man.